Welcome to Coffee Time Conversations on art, faith, life, and of course, coffee. We are your hosts, Robert and Rebecca Prince. Thank you for joining us for Episode 7 as we continue our conversation with Jenny and Tyler. Yeah, so last week I asked them about their missional focus in music and touring and in their shows, but also in their life, of course, because it's part of who they are. And so we're going to start with uh, just a quick recap of their answer to that question. Yeah, I mean, we wouldn't be doing music if we didn't feel like God was calling us to it. I look at it as um, evangelism more than um, discipleship. Yeah, just evangelism has been sort of that, like the undercurrent of of our music. There are opportunities when we when we can speak about the kingdom and Jesus and uh, His cross and resurrection, and those are like really special, seem like very appointed times. We process life through music, and the Lord is is our love, is our is our first love, and so He makes it into. Um, and the worldview around him um, makes it into every song we do, pretty much. Okay, so let's kick off part two of our episode with Ginny and Tyler. So grab your coffee, get comfortable, and enjoy the conversation. Because of just your kingdom focus, um, one of the organizations you support um, is IJM, yes, um, International Justice Mission. We actually, I think it was not your first show, but probably the second or third show we went to of yours, uh, where we became a partner with IJM because of you guys, mm-hmm. um, because we hadn't had much exposure to them other than through you guys up to that yeah. point. Yeah. Um, and so can you speak into that just a little bit and why you've chosen to partner with them? Yeah. Uh, about eight years ago, we released a single... The Sound of Silence um, by Simon and Garfunkel, it, just a cover of that. And we looked at each other like, we've got this song, and this is this iconic song. What what should we do with it? And we both separately thought, let's let the, let's make this about IJM. Let's let's raise some um, awareness and some support. This was the day in the days of MP3 uh, and M4A, like iTunes downloads, and so Sound of Silence did well, and a lot of people rallied behind it, and um, like that song got um, it, like it, it just it actually raised like a decent amount of money for for this organization. Um, we had found out about it uh, about International Justice Mission in college, and Jenny's roommate from college started working for them and then we well i was just gonna say ijm if you don't know what what that is yeah um international justice mission is a human rights organization that uh works to combat human trafficking and modern slavery all over the world yes yeah yeah so so yes and thank you for that um i was assuming that people knew about them but (laughs) they might um yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so they uh, they look at broken justice systems. Um, there are many broken justice systems throughout the world, and they uh, look at what needs to be addressed so that that justice system can function in a healthy, just way. The way it should be. The way it should be. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, so whether that's um, addressing 
the police for uh, police force that might be corrupt or um, a judicial system where the some of the ju- judiciaries are um, are being uh, motivated by traffickers uh, they they look at, at yeah those those parts of the justice system um, that that need to be um, made right again so Jenny can speak I think more better about IJM <laughs> than I can you know the first time we heard about human trafficking was after college um, I think now it's very very talked about, which is really awesome. Um, but it was after college, we were at a concert and, uh, heard a story about a young woman who was trafficked at a Starbucks in the London Heathrow airport. And I just remember thinking like, I've been to that airport before. Could I have been in that Starbucks, you know? And, how is it possible that something like that is happening in places that I have been? Um, Cause I, I didn't, I had no idea first of all that human trafficking was such a huge issue. And I certainly didn't know that it was happening in just everywhere, essentially, you know, in very normal places with people who look very normal. Um, yeah. So, that really tugged at our hearts that that concert and we left feeling very changed and and that's why i say even just like talking about it is important because someone speaking about it is what like changed us and um changed us like like our whole focus you know and and the way that we the way that we live so um we ended up touring with an artist who spoke specifically about IJM every night and we just I feel like we just kind of fell in love with IJM and and had this reverence for the work that that God's doing through them. Um, so that was why we really initially partnered with them. And then it, it wasn't until years later that they started um, having the Freedom Partner Program be something that they were trying to incorporate into concerts and, you know, kind of like Compassion and all of those, the groups that do child sponsorships um, at yeah. concerts where we we kind of started saying like I think we could I think we could figure out a way to make this work, you know, to cuz it's it's very different because with child sponsorship, you know, you have a kid you're looking at and it it's yeah. very personal. Um so becoming a freedom partner is a little bit different. Um but we've felt so um encouraged by the response we've seen when people become freedom partners like you know, that show that had all the crazy technical difficulties. At the end of the night, we'd added five Freedom Partners. And oh, wow. I was just like, man, this was a mess. Yeah, <laughs> this was. was a mess. But like five people becoming Freedom Partners through that, it just, to me, it's like, okay, this was worth, this was very worth it. Yeah. And um, I think being out on the road, having the Freedom Partner program be such a a central part of what we're doing just really keeps me like okay this is hard but this is really this is about something so much bigger than just us playing um playing a show so i think you know it spurs us on and um we just love being able to introduce people to international justice mission it also ties in like the idea of of justice and love yeah uh, being partnered together in 
the MO of, of International Justice Mission, uh, that is, that's how the gospel works, too. Uh, yeah. Jesus satisfied the, the just requirements of the law. He took our punishment upon himself. He did it because he loved us. And ultimately, Jesus was about bringing reconciliation through himself between God and man, bringing about something that's that's new and beautiful. And and ultimately, that's what IJM is, is looking to do. They're looking to bring about, like, take something that's, that's broken and horrible and very dark and bring uh, light and beauty and restoration um, from that, out of that. Uh, so those two messages go hand in hand, and, uh, and I feel like that's actually very helpful for bringing a sort of cohesion to um, the show and to our music, um, to us, even as, as a couple and as a family, yeah. there's, there's more of a cohesiveness um, because of international justice mission and yeah. how it relates to the gospel. Thank you for speaking out for them and, and bringing awareness. Yeah. Honestly, because I, I guess we've been a partner now probably six years and just love everything they do. So that's so mm, great. Yeah. Well, you know, we're we're really surprised just when we talk um, to people uh, about Patreon and different things. Uh, how many people just aren't aware of it? Could you tell us just a little bit about Patreon and and kind of what that has meant to you guys? Yeah. yeah. So Patreon is essentially a platform that creators really can use um, to fund art, and it is a, a throwback to the days of old when um, musicians or writers um, or painters or whatever would um, have their work commissioned. So they would be like paid in advance to produce something. That's not really something that we do anymore. You know, it's you're supposed to make them make the music, release it, and people are supposed to buy it. Um and that does, that just doesn't happen anymore. You know, people don't buy the music. So people aren't buying the music, but there is still a demand for for it. Um, you have to come up with some way to make it work. So Patreon has been extremely valuable to us. And that, you know, it gives us like a consistent yeah. income, which helps us be able to make music and it you know having a family um it does make it possible for us to um be home a bit more not be on the road as much and then obviously now um it's basically like the main source of income for us more though than just like um the financial aspect of it it's just really incredible to have a group of people supporting you um it feels like people are like cheering us on or or believing in it enough to invest in it you know even if it's a dollar a month it is someone who by the end of the year has essentially paid for a cd you know so that that has been really valuable to us because 
There are a lot of moments, especially for me, where I'm just thinking, I I guess pre-pandemic too, a lot of, why are we even doing this? You know, just like the hard things, which I think are true for any job. You know, why? This is too hard. I need to find something else to do. As a mom too, where I just felt like this isn't worth it. I don't think we should do this anymore. And having people who are saying, no, like we believe in what you're doing. Um really does help um, help us keep going in that in that way too yeah i'm a, I'm amazed honestly about how how much you guys communicate to your patrons even before the shutdown happened. Uh, it seems like you were always sending out new tracks um, or new cuts, asking for a little beat feedback yeah um, and yeah. things like that and so is there uh, is there ever a time that you get some feedback in and you've thought, oh, okay, I've never thought about it that way. Or you've made some um, major, what you would consider major changes in the song. Or these, these mostly just tweaks. Um, can you speak into that at all? I wouldn't say there have been major changes. But uh, one example comes to mind where uh, I was using the word paralyzed to describe how I was feeling... Um, in relation to our society and our politics and uh, even in, on a broader scale, maybe our, our approach to like our effective, our effectiveness for the, the gospel as, um, as the body of Christ, uh, in this culture, in this odd culture that we live in, where there doesn't seem to be a standard of truth. Um, so I use that word paralyzed. And a patron was so kind about, she She just, I think she was just so gentle about it. Like, hey, you might want to use another word because there are people who are actually paralyzed. And they might not, uh, it just might rub them the wrong way. Um, but it was just that idea, that really like sweet, um, way of doing it. Yeah, that was great. Um, then there are other things like musical, um, form changes and suggestions like mix changes, mix notes. And those are very subtle. Typically. Um, I don't think the average listener would hear a whole (laughs) kind of like what you were talking about earlier. Um, would hear a whole lot of difference. Yeah, th- some of those lyrical changes, those, um, those were some of the bigger ones. So, Jenny, we know some of your story with coffee because you're pretty, pretty public with uh, yeah. that on uh, Instagram yeah. and stories and things like that. But before we get to that, I have to ask Tyler. Tyler, we don't know. Do you even like coffee? I do like coffee, but I need to be careful. I have an addictive personality, and I, uh, I was drinking way too much coffee even a month ago. And so I, uh, now I'm just like, I'll ask Jenny if I can have a couple sips of her coffee. Um, yeah, yeah. it was, it was like multiple French presses a day sometimes. And, um, he was kind of in survival with it for a little while. I just, it was my default. If I felt tired instead of taking a nap or taking a walk or a shower or, you know, doing something like I would just make coffee and, um, so I, I just, like I said, I need to be careful with, 
with coffee. But it's definitely yeah. something like when we travel, we find good coffee shops and we enjoy it together. Yes. So it's and very that's, much that's like, when it can be healthy and, yeah. and good. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. When you said you'd worked at Starbucks kind of uh, before, I assume so, but we just never hear much of. Uh, your journey with coffee, if you <laughs> <laughs> journey with coffee, it has been a journey. Well, I, I pretty much am following in the in the wake of Jenny. She um, she she's gotten me into all the different kinds of brewing techniques: Chemex V60, Aeropress, French press. Um, now we're doing like a um, it's that Italian thing, the little little pot that you put on. To make like espresso, basically. Yeah, Yeah. making lattes now at home. Yeah. Um, So, we, yeah, I just kind of follow what she, what she's doing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so I think I saw a post recently, Jenny, that so French press was your like that was your top way to brew for a while, I think, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, and now you're now it's Chemex. Yes, it is Chemex. I love the Chemex. I think part of it too is that I really love. African coffees and like specifically coffees that are a little fruitier, a little ah. like lighter. And I think that the Chemex really brings those flavors out um, more than the, than the French press. So okay. I've been enjoying that a lot. Yeah. And I love the process of making it um, because it is more involved and, um, yeah. That's just nice. It's like, like I'm someone who, when I'm stressed out, I want to bake. And it, I just like the act of baking um, and being alone and creating something that's like, okay, I started with nothing and now I have a finished product and it's hopefully delicious. Right. Um, I mean, starting the morning, being able to like make coffee and have it be peaceful sometimes, <laughs> it's not always peaceful. We have but, four kids, yeah, and they're so seven, five, three, and one. So, it's, and uh, yeah, sometimes it's peaceful, and sometimes, sometimes it's, it's really not. It's not. Um, but I still have like that delicious taste, and I also I think part of the reason I love it too is that I I would bring it on the road, and um, having that consistency and something that just feels like home. Um, even when I'm on the road, is just like a really sweet part of yeah. life. Yeah, well, and I think you did this when you went on vacation a while back. You did a story about you, you hadn't ordered coffee in time to get it before your vacation. I don't. Yes, yes, yes and they it sent it come. to me. And shout out to Novel Coffee based in the Dallas Fort Worth yeah. area because um, yeah. they sent us some. Um, they sent it to me early. It was early. so amazing. Yep. Like I was just. It's kind of social media. It's like, you know, there's so much about it that is questionable. Um, But man, I feel like I've been able to connect with people or um, just like it's been a really sweet thing when, um, you know, when Tyler's sister did when when she passed away in February, we had a lot of people, you know, reaching out and supporting us on Instagram. Um, a few years ago when I had a seizure and it was a very, um, like something that I talked about because it led to PTSD and, and, um, anxiety, which is something I've tried to speak up about too. Um, I I mean, I had people sending me care packages, you know, people just being so kind and it's really cool to see that part of 
uh, of like humanity on social media, which is so generally not right. that, you know, it's, it's been fun, like, and just life giving to connect with people and feel like there's a little community yeah. there and novel coffee. I mean, they have, yeah, hooked yeah, that was up. great. Well, and that's, uh, yeah. when I found out they were here in, in Dallas, um, I told her we need to go visit them cause we have not been to that shop yet. Yeah. So. We've, we've added them to our yeah. list. Yes. So yes. we, ha- we have a list because so right good. now um, with doing the podcast, we've been learning about more coffee um, that we need to try. And yeah. so <laughs> they're on yeah. the list now. You know, local roasters or just local shops. Good. either way. Um, yeah. Well, and that story you did about novel coffee, uh, you did say something and you just said it just now also about it's, it's like taking a piece of home with you on the road. And we've never thought about that before. And, uh, that could be so that could change the whole um, atmosphere, right? Of being in a hotel room or, or, or being somewhere that's not your own house. Yeah. Yep. We have friends who early on, they talked about touring and she said, we always, we used to bring like the same scented candle everywhere we went, you know, and just burn that. And they had kids with them too. Yeah. So like to try to just make it feel more familiar for their kids. And I remember thinking, that's a really cool idea. We never did it, but it seemed really like a sweet thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, one last question real quick. Is there anything that's really um, in anything or anyone that's really just inspiring you right now that you'd like to share with our listeners? Um, I think that Emmanuel Acho with the uncomfortable conversations with the black man. I don't know if you've heard of this. I just discovered it a few days ago. Yeah. So he has um, YouTube um, clips of him having uncomfortable conversations with people um, about race. And I feel like that's been incredibly eye-opening and revealing a lot um, to me about myself. And it's helped us have better conversations with our kids. Um, Our kids go to a school where Jane is the only white kid in um, like her whole class. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's interesting to have conversations with her too, um, about race because, you know, a lot of it's stuff that she's just like, why would anyone ever think that, you know? Um, but I think it's important for our right. kids to know, you know, where we've come from. So that's been really cool. Um, and to see someone just like saying, the world needs this conversation right now and it's uncomfortable and I'm going to do it anyway. It's pretty inspiring. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Is there anyone you were thinking of particularly? Yeah. uh, My friend, um, Charles, his, Mm. his artist's name is nomad. He sang with us on, um, there, there will be a song Oh freedom slash. There will be a song, uh, on, on our last record. And he, He's an awesome dude. He's from Africa and came over and um, got married and had three kids and found out three years ago that he has this rare stomach cancer. And um, many people who have this cancer don't make it for more than a year. Um, He's lasted, like I said, about three years since the diagnosis. And um, just... like seeing how he is um, holding on to hope and fighting um, 
for what's like what's true and good and beautiful um it's really inspiring yeah it's really inspiring um and then like even to hear his songs he's on patreon by the way go everyone support him please yeah um he's on patreon and he's he's released uh exclusive music through that as well but nomad is his artist name and um I just love love him. Yeah, great. Well, we'll be sure and put links to both of cool. those um, in the show notes and things as well. And so, yeah, thanks for sharing that. And uh, thank you again for being here. And uh, yeah. um, well, where can people connect with you? What's the best place to connect with you um, online or yeah, multiple places? Um, if you'd like to join our email list, we give away a free album. Um, and you could just go to JennyandTyler.com for that. Uh, we send out emails... We've been sending them out actually frequently because we've been playing so many shows online and releasing um, new content and things, uh, new music. I would say Instagram is probably where, right. yeah, where we're the most interactive. And then, you know, Facebook too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're just Jenny and Tyler on both of those with yep. A and D spelled out. And same place with Patreon, if people want to check that out. Yes. yes. Yeah, we, we're releasing so much exclusive stuff on yeah. Patreon. And that is, uh, yeah. yeah, as we've mentioned already, our main creative outlet and yeah. uh, support. And it's just, we just love it. Yeah. 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 We love our patrons. Well, thank you guys so much. I know there were so many questions that, I, uh, that I'd hoped to get to. And um uh, but yeah. another conversation another time maybe sounds good we appreciate you guys being on the show with us thank, thank you. you thank you for having us Robert wow what a great interview with Jenny and Tyler just being able to visit with them for just a little bit and uh, we will be linking to all of their uh, social media and website and playlists um, on uh, the show notes and so be sure and check them out and um, of course, uh, the things they talked about as well. So. so we just want to mention Patreon one more time. It's a great way for you to support some of your favorite artists. Uh, as a society, we, sp- we don't spend the money we used to on music. Um, we don't buy CDs or purchase downloads. And Patreon is a great way for our favorite musicians to still make a living doing what we love for them to do. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's so important because, you know, like Jenny was saying, a dollar a month is $12 over the course of the year. We would spend more than that generally on one CD. And so I think supporting independent artists that we love with a dollar a month or $3 a month, five, 10, whatever it may be, whatever we can afford is a great way to help them continue to make the music that we love hearing. Yeah. So we'll put a couple of links in the show notes of artists we mentioned specifically during this episode. But be sure and check out Patreon and see if your favorite artist is on there and if you can support them. Exactly. And so everything mentioned in this episode will, of course, be in the show notes, like she was saying, not only on Patreon, but some of the other things. And we'd love to have you join us again next week for Coffee Time Conversations. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. Bye.